Good evening, everybody. Hello, Joel. Hi. How are you? Great. Never been better. <laughs> Why are you saying it's so robotic? Huh? <clears throat> so, uh, good evening, everybody. This is Jeff Kelman of Solid Canine Training and the wonderful Joel with the stylish hair. Um, would you curl it? No, this is my new products. Is All it... I did was touch up these little front are you pieces. Serious? Yes. So look this good all the time? Well, once the Florida humidity hits, well, I don't know. That's true. That's then the, I won't bother the, doing it that's anymore. The, that's the real test. That's hat weather, right? Yeah. We'll see. Anyway, this is a Q&A show. You type in your questions. Joel reads them. I answer them. And um, a lot of what people ask is how to stop unwanted behaviors. How to stop unwanted behaviors. So... It's really, really important that uh, people put that into context when hearing my answers. So I use the word punishment a lot. Punishment does not mean um, uh, abuse. It's the farthest thing from it. It's actually a scientific term if anybody wants to go there, but we don't play that stupid game. We just talk about how to stop unwanted behaviors. Uh, we put up a great post about getting a dog over fear. Even that was wrong. And for some weird reason, I talked about this on my um, morning show, and it continues to go on, where someone, like the latest comment, respectfully, was just like, I can see that working with some dogs. And I'm like, no, it works with all dogs. <laughs> like, I'm the guy doing it. This is the thing. It's like, and then, uh, you know, people will say, well, we can agree to disagree. It's like, or you're, you're actually wrong. Like, is it a possibility that you're actually wrong? That's like saying Roger Bannister didn't break the four-minute mile. It's like, yes, he did. Well, I don't think he did. We're going to agree to disagree. It's like, no, you are wrong. So when you've done something for 20 years, 10,000 times, when you get dogs over fear, and if you don't know what video I'm talking about, it's the video of Coco, a new boarding train, who we got over her fear of vacuums in three seconds by correcting her for breaking command. And a lot of people will say and feel that that doesn't work. Learned helplessness, which is a stupid phrase that people don't even know what it means. They might, they can look it up and they can see what it means, but there's very, 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 very small amount of dogs that are ever in learned helplessness. Very small. Very, very small. Your average person has never seen it. And they, they definitely haven't seen it usually in a dog training video on social media. But we can get dogs over fear. We have dogs that have had phobias and fears for five years. They've been afraid of something for five years. We can eliminate it in five seconds. That's not an ego statement. It's just a factual statement. I've been doing it for 20 years. I've done it with thousands of dogs successfully with no negative recourse. So someone will always say, well, it's short-term, da, da, da. They, like, they go into in-depth, fancy words, science words, um, smart words, but they're just trying to hide their inadequacies as actually knowing how to do it. So when somebody doesn't know how to do something, you're going to find out that the people that do know how to do it are wrong. And then they cancel them. 
I believe that happened to Dr. Malone. So I think it's really, really important that folks understand that when you talk to people that actually fix problems for a living and do it quickly, efficiently, long lasting, and that doesn't mean they did it wrong. Like, don't you want that to be done? Like, Joel, you want longer hair, don't you? Mm-hmm. Right. Joel wants longer hair. How much longer do you want? Six inches. Okay. So that's going to take you... Two years. Okay. How about if I can <laughs> say... How about if I can say if you do, do this, 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 you'll have longer, six inches longer hair in two weeks. I tell you you're full of shit, but if it actually worked, then yeah. <laughs> but, but how about if, if 10,000 women it worked right. on? Right. Then I would believe you. Right. And didn't cause like any diseases or anything. It was actually just like your just hair got longer. Stupid comparison, but um, it's like there are things out there that people are not aware Maybe of. That's it. Maybe people think it's bullshit because it's too good to be true. Right. Right. That's what it is. That's it. That's what it is. It's too good to be true because they can't do it. They've struggled with it. They've gone to no numerous trainers and those trainers weren't successful. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, there are people out there that actually can stop things. So Joelle goes to get massage, sports massage. She's been to many shitty sports massage people. Now, she can say sports massage sucks. Meanwhile, Adam, the guy in Rhode Island who does it, is great. Let's go. So... I mean, again, maybe not the best comparison, but the point is there are, <laughs> a lot of weird analogies. But tonight. The, the, and you're using me as an example. The point is there's a lot of people out there that actually know what they're doing and get it right and can actually fix problems where others cannot. So instead of just praising the ones that can do it when they can't, they condemn them. That's the whole concept. Instead of learning, they say it's wrong. Why? Because they don't care about the dog or the owner. That is why. And that's what it boils down to. They care about the ideology. So here we go next. Micah, good evening. I'm very excited about next week. Took my dog to the dog park, did a recall, and it was pretty good. Lots of people at the dog park using e-collar. Love it. Thank you guys so much. That's surprising. That is good. You obviously don't live in Seattle. Next. Sawblade Entertainment, I've officially asked for next week off so I can really focus on the live workshop. Also, when charging for services, do you charge before or after the training when starting out? We get 100% payment in full before we walk in the door or a dog actually gets scheduled. We never get charged after. Now, I'm some, so glad you're going to be there next week. Now, some people will say, oh, well, we charge after the services. Fine. I understand, you know, if that's your business model. I don't think it's a good business model, though. I don't. I don't, I don't think it's a good business model. I mean, I understand, like, we just put an addition on Angelo's, um, on, on this house for Angelo's bedroom, and I paid a deposit. I paid another deposit when we got our permits. I paid a half, 50% of the balance when we got um, a certain amount of work done. And then when we got our final occupancy permit, certificate of occupancy, I paid them, I paid the rest. I paid the rest. So that's that's the standard in, in construction usually. But for dog trainers, we get paid because so many dog trainers also like 
they'll come in and they'll like won't get paid or some will commit and they'll not show up and not get paid. So we have, we have a business model where we get paid in full to book an appointment and we deliver results. Next. Garrett, advice on how to solve separation anxiety? Um, that's a whole podcast and a week of podcasts. I have a video on separation anxiety. I've talked about separation anxiety many, many times. A remote cower is going to be your best friend when it comes to separation anxiety. And historically, most of it is punitive based. But I would need more details on how intense it is and what the dog is doing. I would suggest you schedule a one-on-one online consult. Many, many, many people schedule one-on-one online consults. Most dog trainers out there, and I don't say this because I can and they can't. I'm just saying it for being in business for 20 years. I'm very aware of the dog training environment and what goes on out there. Most dog trainers can't stop separation anxiety because they don't believe in correcting a dog. They come up with ridiculous protocols. In fact, I did a council today on separation anxiety with somebody in Germany. It was so funny. Today, I did a council with Israel, Germany, New York, and then two other domestic states. Hmm. Yeah. But I would do um, a one-on-one online consult so I can eliminate it for you. But I could eliminate separation anxiety for you through an online consult. I don't need to even see the dog. I don't need to know the breed of the dog. I need to know the behavior. I need to know what you've tried and what hasn't worked. And I will tell you what does work. But it's going to be a punitive base. So let me give you a couple of examples. We have a dog in a crate right now. And it's a new dog. It just came in for a boarding train down here in Florida. We do boarding trains in Florida. Um, we have a VIP boarding train program down here in Florida. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. We're based in the Bradenton, Sarasota area. So for anybody that wants to, to book a boarding train, please keep that in mind that we are open for business. If you know of anybody, send anybody. It's a brand new enterprise for us. The dog would start whining. We're sitting here doing a podcast. We would take the remote collar and we would give it a correction. And the dog would know to shut up. If the dog was clawing at the crate, spinning in the crate, it would be corrected. You're going to hear from many people that that's wrong because you're creating a negative association with the crates. So whenever you hear that a certain protocol will create a negative association with the crate, stop for a minute and think and say to yourself, well, I haven't even done that protocol yet. And the dog already has a negative association with the crates. So it already exists. You had nothing to like, I have nothing to do with it. Like, I haven't even given you, well, I just gave you some advice, but I haven't given you advice. And the dog already has a negative association with the crates or has a negative association with you leaving the house. But the easiest way to get rid of separation anxiety is start creating your dog and start correcting your dog for going nuts. Well, won't that make the dog more afraid? I've never seen it in my life before. And I do it daily. So I didn't read about it. I didn't watch someone else do it. We've done it ourselves. That's another important factor when it comes to dog trainers is when someone says, well, that's wrong. Really? 
like flooding, flooding, that we were told yesterday that that's wrong. I've been told many times that flooding is wrong. I've been doing it for 20 years, over 10,000 dogs. I probably use flooding on every single one of those dogs with some protocol or another successfully with no negative pushback. You have to know how to do it. Again, going back to this whole thing about these people are emotion, too emotionally involved with how to actually fix a problem. Why? A lot of trainers don't want the problem fixed. It sounds crazy, but they don't want the problem fixed or they don't know how to fix the problem, but they still charge you for money and they will drag it on and on and on and on. Next. Daniel, hi, how are you? From Hi from New Zealand. Love the show. Hey, love you, Daniel. Thanks for tuning in. Mm, Sam Davis. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. It's great to see you two together on the podcast again. Hey, hey, Sam. How you doing? Is there a difference between the out and the leave it command? If so, what is it? Well, I said words. I mean, you can say broccoli and it can mean out or leave it. Keep in mind, these are English words that, that, that the dog doesn't know what it means until you put a meaning to it. I don't, we don't use leave it. Leave it is not in our training vocabulary. We don't train leave it whatsoever. That doesn't mean you can't train leave it. I think personally that the general public has watered down the leave it command. They say it for everything. In other words, the dog is being leash reactive. They say leave it. Tomorrow it's leash reactive again. So it should get a no. So I think people are saying leave it instead of no, where no should be permanent. Um, I have no, to me, leave it sounds temporarily, but so outs also can sound temporary too. We use out though for resource guarding, stopping resource guarding. We use it for dropping items. We use it for getting a dog to get out of here, move away from either us or anything else. So we use out for that. So I guess there is a little bit of a difference, but instead of leave it, we can use the word no instead. For instance, a dog is on a walk and it goes to go pick up a chicken bone. A chicken bone. Owners say leave it. Really? Leave it? You just want to leave it? Just, just leave it alone? Casually? Nah, leave it alone. Or do you want to give that dog a high correction and say no, knowing that it could die if it ingests it? Next. Constance, speaking of Joelle's hair, you look amazing tonight. Oh, thanks, Constance. Yeah, she really does. She looks beautiful. Stunning. I went darker last week. I was taken aback by her beauty. I couldn't handle that blonde anymore. Back to brunette. I think she looks fine, no matter what. Canine Connection says, it's not a stupid comparison. Joelle can just get hair extensions. Right, I'm talking... I could, however, I don't... I cannot keep up with that. They're too much work. Too much but, I'm also, but I'm also talking naturally. Yeah. Right. I like the ocean too much, and you can't swim in the ocean with hair extensions. You can't? You can't get your ha- them wet. Are you serious? I'd have to keep it up in a bun and not be able to go under. I, like, did, I did not know that. That's no fun. What does it do? It messes... Changes it. the color, dries them out. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Sort of like people that wear high heels to the beach. Who does that? <laughs> there are people that do. Josh, at what in Rhode Island, in Rhode Island, in Rhode Island, <laughs> in Rhode Island there's this, what's the, what's that big beach called in Rhode Island? Um, Newport? No, it's Narragansett Beach, I believe. I believe the Narragansett Beach women come like with ma- full makeup, high heels, their hair done. It's because the water there is in, so in, a, in a bikini. No, they go there to show just just they just go there to go there. I'm never going to Rhode Island Beach ever. Yeah. 
Josh, at what age is a puppy would be ideal to start training off-leash obedience with pressure, whether it's prong, e-collar, slip lead, et cetera? You can start it. Um, well, you want to layer it over your on-leash stuff. So you want to start with your on-leash, you know, all your food reward training to start instilling um, all your basic commands. And then we layer the, uh, <laughs> then, then, then we lay, then we layer. Um, it's not just the Italian women, Kim. Okay, it's Rhode Island women. It's Rhode, it's, it's Rhode Island women. Also, Kim, did you send me that Yellowstone shirt? I already asked her that. I love it. Yeah. I never got to thank her for it. Thank you, Kim. Yeah. I thanked her for it. Oh. You were away. You, you were away. Yeah. I like that shirt. Um. So you can start actually at 14 weeks old, working on all your off-leash obedience. Next. Mary, soon to be new pet owner here, learning all we can for young puppy who's who's doing the typical land shark routine. I'm assuming that's chewing on the hands. What's the best way to approach it to avoid getting nipped but still interact with the puppy and give it affection? Well, number one, I would ask what is the age of the puppy? Some people call six month old dogs puppies when right. they're when they're actually dogs. Puppy to me is 18 to 14 weeks old. How do you stop biting? You correct it. So a bonker is a wonderful way to stop it. But I would say, I know you want to give your dog affection. That's why most of us got dogs. How we do it on the training part. And I'm not just talking casual training. I'm talking serious training, like our green to graduate, which is minimal baseline in our world. So I, what I want is a dog that I can trust on leash and off leash with good manners, good behavior, and build a wonderful relationship with. And that's the kind of dog that I'm looking for. And after the green to graduate program, is involved with next nate working with a food aggressive dog that fights if other dogs in the house get too close to its food bowl can i pour a bunch of kibble on the floor when both dogs are on leash the problem dog on e-collar wait hold on a second can i pour a bunch of kibble on the floor with both dogs on leash the problem dog on e-collar and correct the stare that leads to aggression should i pop on prong collar or stim or both so it's called feeding the chickens and it's a protocol we do We've done it though thousands of times. So we're really good at it. The stare that you're talking about is called loading. You absolutely can apply a punisher at the first signs of loading. No, apply the punisher. The dog might make it audible. That might start a dog fight. So you actually want both dogs on leash. Or here's a better idea feed them in their kennels. But yes, you can also do what I suggested, but it's a very specific protocol that takes some experience to do, but that doesn't mean you can't do it. Next. Sawblade Entertainment for New York. Do you know how much to charge for like an hour of basic training? You want to know what you should charge? Oh, I don't know. Do a business consult. Do a business consult. I don't know your I don't know your skill set, and I don't know what you're working on. I don't know your skill set. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know your experience. Um, if you go anywhere from thirty five dollars to two hundred dollars, I imagine. But you would want to do packages anyway. Do packages. Don't do one offs. Next. OTC canine. Love your training style and how real you are. Oh, thank you. Apex Canine, good afternoon, Jeff and Joelle. Been getting chewed on by a 70-pound mal all day. Nice to relax and enjoy my favorite Wednesday podcast. Nice. So hopefully you're doing bite work with it, and it's not just doing it. Attacking you? Attacking you. Hopefully you're doing bite work. Next. Sam, how do you make dogs work for their meal when they're being raw fed? 
Um, a lot of people will either wear gloves or they will use a spoon. And it's like, but they also make dehydrated raw, you know, little mini treats. And you can just cut them up into little portions. You can also dehydrate your own food. Next. OTC canines, do you ever do seminars? I did seminars for eight years, over 300 of them. I am officially retired from on-the-road seminars. We're doing masterminds still. On-the-road seminars. Right. Um, but, yes, we do something called the Mastermind. The next one's coming up in June. It's a five-day seminar. Um, we're also doing – Joelle is going to um, – Did he post the new one yet? Possibly put the link up now or it'll go up soon. I don't know if it's Then up also we do a shadow program. Next. Um, Kim close to the Italian women, Jeff. <laughs> oh, is that what you laughed at? Yeah. 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 It's not just the Italian women. Rhode Island I've is... never seen that. I also we... don't go to the beach. But I was just going to say, you don't go to the beach in Rhode Island. They go with full makeup and high heels? They go like they're going to the nightclub, but with less clothes on. Actually, some of them wear about the same amount of clothes. Yes. It looks like they're going to the nightclub. That's like what the women in the Hamptons do, too, I think. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like and... you're not going to you're not going in the water. No, no, because no one goes in the water. You're walking around the boardwalk area, just 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 posing. That's all you're doing. <laughs> Sam said, "Oh wow, I didn't know that either about hair extensions. Wow, that sucks. Hair but, extensions are out for Florida residents. Yeah, not unless you don't mind. Not, not yeah, going but I'm like a child. If I go to the beach, I'm in the water, like." Splash. That's not childish. Like, you love the water. I can't not. I can't go to the beach and not go underwater. It's just right. A given. Yeah, Joel loves the beach. She loves the water. She doesn't like. She I doesn't, love the she, water. She doesn't like the beach as much as the water. But it's a fifty-fifty yeah. thing, though. I will tell you because when when we went to uh, um, we just went to Mexico. But when we go to Greece, this is how Joel looks for Airbnbs. <laughs> she goes on to. Listen to my advice. She goes on to Google Earth. Gets the latest updated satellite imagery. In fact, my understanding is she's got an in with the government and Elon Musk, maybe, and she's getting the latest in satellite imagery. And she looks at the seaweed count on the beach. Is there or is there not seaweed? And the clearness of the water. Toxic habit. And then if both of those get yeses, then she looks for a place to stay. And I have to look at the neighborhood. Are there coffee shops? Are there things that are walkable? Right. It's a, it's a process. Right. If you guys need a travel agent, <laughs> I'm your girl. <laughs> you will not be disappointed. And we have, she planned the next, uh, uh, Greek, Can't wait. We go, we're going to Greece. We're, we going, we're going to Greece again for three weeks. Sam, have you ever heard of a dog suffering from a bacterial infection from raw feeding? No, but I'm sure it's happened. And, but I also know that dogs get salmonella from kibble. But um, but I'm sure I'm sure it's happened. But you'd be surprised. Dogs are like dogs eat dead animals on the road, like dogs eat dead birds that have been sitting there in the hot mm-hmm. sun. Just keep, the, keep that keep that in mind whenever you leave. So we buy um, raw meat in bulk. We buy raw meat in bulk, and so it has to defrost before we cut it up. So like we just I just prepped I just prepped raw food tonight for our dogs. That's one of my responsibilities. So, um, meanwhile, Joel made the most fucking awesome shrimp wraps, shrimp lettuce wraps. Yeah, I mean shrimp rolls. Shrimp rolls with lettuce. They were just like is good, right? Good. Better than restaurants. 
Yeah, you said yeah, actually those were my exact words. Mm-hmm. My exact words. They were fantastic. What was the question? I don't know. I'm just like Are you taking really- it back. Janelle sent me the video. My heart. Okay. Yuzuka. Well, did you answer the question yet? I don't know. Bacterial infection. Oh, you went on a tangent. So I'm sure it happens. Um, I just don't I just don't know of any, but I'm sure it does happen. Next. Yuzuka, hi Jeff and Joel. My dog reacts more when I advocate for my dog from other dogs, but when I ignore the other dogs, he also ignores them most of the time. Well, all depends on context. You can't have a dog running up to your dog biting it. Right? And also because you may not be calm either. You may not be as choreographed. But you can also train your dog how to be calm when you're out of control. You can role play that. You can actually teach your dog when you're yelling and screaming and moving around trying to block a dog for your dog to be um, in control. Next. Next. Josh, hi, Sam. I'm currently feeding my puppy out of my hands only for training raw food. I wear gloves. Gloves, yeah. That's what I did too. It's easier if you feed ground meat. Like instead of – like if you're doing DIY raw and let's say you're doing like bone – and boneless and like you're making it just feed the dog their bone but save the boneless portion for your training or if you're doing pre-made raw it's all ground up yeah. wear a glove it's good advice mary and green a graduate program got it thank you true puppy age by the way 10 weeks thanks again. so then you we have a puppy course we have a bundle puppy course green to graduate i would recommend getting the puppy course green to graduate you will have a dog that you it'll be incredible the dog that you have it'll be incredible Next. Yuzuka, my dog actually doesn't react anymore as long as both he and the other dogs are on a leash. He needs to learn other dogs approaching is not a big deal because I'm there to advocate for him. Correct. And that'll take some time. Um, but also, we have to define what approaching actually means. What approaching actually yeah, means. Yeah, an off-leash dog approaching is never okay. They get booted and they get booted hard. It's so funny. Well, let's talk about this. We have a video out there of... We have a video out there. It's still going viral. I know. It's like constantly of, circulating. It's a compilation of one of our trainers blocking dogs. And they're all small dogs. And everybody's like, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? What's the big deal? Well, the big deal is this. We took a dog that came in for board and train on its first walk ever. We have three small little shit dogs. And I don't mind little shit dogs. Okay. But they're small little yappy dogs that are always off-leash, always roaming the neighborhood, always roaming the neighborhood. This is not a one-off. One of these dogs has bitten Joelle on her bicycle, mm-hmm. chased her. One of these dogs chased Angelo down on his bike. Angelo is 10. All these dogs rush our dogs. Well, three nights ago, one of these dogs decided to race right at Joel and a brand new board and trained dog mm-hmm. with intent to bite. Everyone's like, well, everyone, I shouldn't say that. 95% of the people are, oh, you know, they'll, t- they'll tell you their bad off-leash dog experience. But you always get some people who don't get the big picture. Oh, maybe you wanted to play. Oh, that was overkill. Oh, this was this, this was this. And then I'm like, no, you can mess up a dog. 
like a, a perfectly trained service dog, perfectly trained service dog with years in service, years, true service dog, not one of these emotional support dogs, not the dogs that you buy a vest for and you throw on with your little fucking certificate <laughs> and the little fucking picture and the little freaking ribbon and all that bullshit, but a true service dog that actually diabetic alert dog, seizure alert dog, P true PTSD dog, a dog that's obviously um, here for, for hearing, for, for blind dog. And there's all kinds of other true service dogs out there. Not, not therapy dogs or emotional support dogs, but a true service dog that gets attacked by or bitten by an off-leash dog can all of a sudden become leash reactive. And if the owner doesn't know how to stop it, and many don't. And if the trainer that they went to does not stop it, because many don't, they might have to wash that dog. They've invested years of training and tens of thousands of dollars, and that dog might have to be washed. So all dogs, all off dogs rushing us get booted. No questions asked. Next. Craig said, what's the shadow program? Why are you looking at me? Because you can explain it. Oh, so we're starting back up our shadow program where you can come to Florida to the beautiful Sunshine State and literally just shadow everything we do well, when we're working dogs. It was, it was a little bit over 80 today. Yeah. It wasn't that great. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful blue skies, no rain. Um, it's a full day, like nine to five. Watch us work dogs see what we do. We help you with your technique, help you whatever. If you need help with like your business, business building, things like that. Um, usually shadows are one-on-one, -on -one, but we're, we might be open to letting two come at a time, depending, right? depending on if we think the two people will mesh well and things like that. So. Like we have four fighting dogs coming in yeah. from the same family and a couple That'll be a good one people want to shadow that. People yeah, want to shadow so that we one. We might do two yeah. at a time for that, but shadow program is good. We'll help you, you know, just so, become better as a trainer. You do business, social media, dog training, you know, how to organize your board and train program. Mm -hmm. um, next. Kim said, Italian women love hair, makeup, heels, will travel. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sounds about right. Lisa, Crete has the best non-seaweed beaches and the water is crystal clear. I was going to do Crete. It's literally between that and Naxos, but I chose Naxos. Yes. Well, also, we, we dabbled in Corfu at the beginning. Yeah, I just love the Cyclades. Yes. Love them. Yes. I'm going to go to every yes. single island. <laughs> yes. Daniel, love you. We love you too, Daniel. Love you too, Daniel. Julia, when is Joelle coming out with a cookbook? <laughs> Probably never. I'm not that great of a cook, you guys. Um, thank you. My mom is a kick-ass cook. Yeah. Next. I've got maybe 10% of her skill. Sam says, well, what do you do to keep from contaminating the feeding pouch with raw food? Mm. You just put a plastic bag inside. Yep. Well, that, I never finished. Put a Ziploc actually, bag in your tree pouch. I never, yeah, put a Ziploc bag in your tree pouch. Line it with plastic. Line it with a poop bag, actually, yeah. if you want to. But um, I never actually finished um, my story about, about leaving, do leaving dog food out to thaw. And sometimes you leave it out too long. Oh, yeah. And you're like, holy shit. It's totally thawed. It's been out overnight. Dogs don't give a shit. So imagine leaving dog, raw meat out for eight hours. It's still it's still good. Mm -hmm. Like dogs can eat, believe it or not, dogs can eat spoiled food, spoiled raw meat. Tex ate a dead bird. Yeah, I mean, in our yard, dogs eat 
dogs eat, so disgusting. I mean, like canines eat dead animals all the time, all the time. Next. Um, Sam said, what I already read that. Josh said, put it in a Ziploc bag. Yeah. Jack, Mr. Daly and I have a new puppy, five months old, and I want him to become a watchdog. Can you give me any tips? Um, no, because I don't, I don't train protection dogs. So number one, why do you just, let me just ask you just, you know, with no judgment at all. What, first of all, what is a watchdog? Number one, I think all dogs can be watchdogs. They can just like, they'll, they'll always alert you when something is around. But if you want a trained bite dog, number one, you have to have a certain dog with a certain temperament to be that way. Most dogs don't qualify for it at all, but you would want to find a protection trainer and they would assess the dog and they would assess you. Because if you get a trained bite dog, you have a liability on your hands now. You have a potential lawsuit on your hands. So you have to take it very, very seriously. But your average dog is going to bite. You know who they're going to bite? They're going to bite Amazon. That's who they're going to bite. They're, you know, to me, I'm pro-gun. The watchdog in this family You're are, looking at it. Is, is my Glock. <laughs> That's the watchdog. And I, and I own a, a Balinois. But the last thing I need him to do is protect this family because you know why? A Glock will work better. Next. Sawblades said, Joel, do you offer healthy meal plans? Honestly, I used to, but I just this past October decided that I had stretched myself way too thin between both companies plus my personal training. So I've stopped taking personal training clients for now. Right. I don't know if I ever will. We've, you know, she's dabbled with it in the past, but then again, we've got a lot of new plans. Yeah. We, we, I'm like the queen of over, what is the word? Like I do too much and then I burn myself out. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to make it a goal to like not burn myself out and enjoy my life a little bit. So. Joelle and I are starting, like we've started a new company with our online learning company. We've got a bunch of new projects in the works that are all in alignment with, building the online company. Mm. So I think her, you know, if I can speak for you, I think your effort putting into that will, from a financial aspect, will benefit you more from a helping people. You Not that you didn't help people before, but the quantity of people that you help yeah. will help more people. And it's actually something, not that you didn't enjoy what you were doing, but you truly do enjoy, you know, mm-hmm. uh, this. So, um, which goes along with you doing things that are more aligned with like, like, yeah, you know, overall happiness. Next. Garrett, I appreciate your comments on true service dogs. Just because it has a vest on does not make it a service dog. Mm-hmm. Nope. And just because you have, um, uh, a Jersey that, um, I don't know who Tom Brady, I just know he used to be with the Patriots. the Patriots. I don't follow sports, but just because you have a Jersey that says Brady on the back, doesn't mean that you're, um, a quarterback. <laughs> Next. Yuzuka is actually a good idea to role play. My new goal for my dog is to act normal even when I pretend I'm not calm right. when other dogs are approaching him off leash. Thank you for your advice. But do but do, do we we had a dog, so we had a dog that came in that um belonged to a loud family. And every time they would be loud, you know, either whether it was out of excitement or arguing, the dog would bite the husband. So we had to stop that. 
So we actually role played all the trainers getting around and arguing with each other, which was really weird. So we're yelling and screaming, using our hands, and the dog is just not caring. So you can role play it. You can role play it. It's, it's, I, I think people are really surprised at um, how much of the behavior of a dog you can totally eliminate. Mm-hmm. I think Agreed. people are really surprised that, like, they have a dog. It's something as simple as this. You, they have a dog that they can't walk down the street for years that they can finally walk down the street in just a couple of sessions. Mm-hmm. I think people are, people are living, you know, when people live in homes that they can't have people over their house because their dog's behavior and they finally can have people over their house. I think they're mind blown. Mm-hmm. Like people yeah. are out there. There's a lot of people out there and a lot of families out there who, because of their dog's behavior are very limited on, on what they can do. And I just want to let you all know that it does not have to be like that. Any decent trainer can make your life better, dramatically, dramatically better in a short period of time. Now, if you have two dogs that are trying to kill each other, that takes time. But as far as like your average unwanted behavior, separation anxiety, leash reactivity, um, getting on counters, not listening, getting in the trash, barking out the front window, barking at doors, rushing doors, jumping on people. Um, not holding commands, um, you know, all, all, you know, all these just either unwanted or annoying behaviors, as well as not even knowing a command solidly, like holding a downstate for two to three hours, like you would do in an outdoor cafe. I just want you to know that it's a relatively simple thing to do. It does take repetition on some of them, but it's not that it's some complicated process it's actually relatively simple next um mavalon says dog is potty trained we thought she had a uti no uti guessing she's protest peeing when she doesn't get her way one and a half years old how to correct um is that the one with separation anxiety Mm. um i'm not sure if the dog's protest peeing um no i think it's a totally different one it's okay so um how do you correct it as far as take away the cat take take away take away the philosophy that the dog is protest peeing And it's possible that your dog is actually not housebroken or crate trained. So monitor the dog's food and water. You can limit the dog's water. I didn't Now I'm not saying dehydrate the dog. I'm saying limit the dog's water. So you can give water during mealtime or obviously after exercise. Um, So I think that uh, there are, if you have a schedule, that the dog goes out to the potty. Like we don't let dogs tell us they have to go to the bathroom. We take them out at certain times into certain spots where they know they will fully empty their bladder or they will poop. So for instance, Coco in two days, we figured out won't go to the bathroom as much in the backyard. Oh, she does for me. But she'll go to the bathroom first thing in the morning. Um, She'll go to the bathroom in, there's too too much activity in the backyard that she's too interested in, but in the front yard, she'll immediately go, um, uh, uh, drop trow and go. Next. Kim says, must have been an Italian family. Next. The loud family. Kim, get off the Italian thing, okay? They were actually, though. You might be offending some people. They were straight up Italian. They said it. Sawblade Entertainment, can I use my Patreon code for consult? Yes. 
I'm going to post the link, book a consult with Jeff. You can also do a social media consult with Joelle. Pretty much the same link, though. Um, Sam says, Jeff, thanks so much for your advice for the dog peeing on the chair last night in the Zoom. I talked to the client today. He's so excited to get started. I've just got to teach him the downstay now. Good. Good for you, Sam. Proud of you. Um, Jobin says, Have you, do you ever suggest rehoming dogs if the client is unskilled, unfit for the dog? What are your indicators that the dog is a poor match for the owner? You know, that's a that's a uh, a tricky situation because mm-hmm. it also could be that the trainer is not capable of actually the trainer is lacking in skill set. Are there dogs that are in the wrong family? One hundred percent, absolutely. Are there? Does do people own too many dogs that they shouldn't and they're having problems? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Are there dogs that are just not the good fit for a family? Yes, there are. You have to tread on that lightly, but are we talking about the trained dog or before training? There are absolutely very, very challenging, what we call hard dogs and soft owners where the owner is not willing to step up because they're using too much of their heart, not enough of their head, and the dog is going, I really don't care because they need a firmer owner, which doesn't mean meaner owner. It just means firmer owner. What's a firmer owner? I'm standing in line at Starbucks six years ago, let's say. I'm Three people back, the woman in front of me has got one kid in the stroller, one kid next to her, and they both want a cookie. She says, no. The kid says, why not? They said, because you haven't had dinner yet. So then one person gets their order and then they move up and then we move up. And then in that one person, it went from you can have one cookie and split it. So we went from no to one cookie and split it. The next person paid for their food and left, and then she was in line. And she placed her order. And guess what she ordered? Two cookies, one for each child. It went from no to if I cry enough, I get what I want. And the mom caved. That's called a parenting fail. So there's a lot of people that are not firm enough with their dogs. They don't stick to their stick to ground. Next. Maybe not the best example, but. You've been saying that all night. Because use a good fucking example for once, okay? (laughs) Andrew, is there anything you can do for a dog that shakes, nervous, fearful dog, strong obedience and confidence building work, shakes with new people, random things, etc.? So a lot of that is processing. The dog is processing. So what do you do? More exposure without requiring the dog to do much, right? So just exposing the dog. Like a lot of people blame COVID on lack of exposure. For some reason, all the dogs we worked with during COVID didn't have lack of exposure. Why? Because many things didn't shut down. I don't believe outside shutdown, except for California, where if you went to the beach by yourself, you got a ticket. But other than that, I don't believe the rest of the United States, at least, 
shut down Australia shut down um, uh, China shut down um, a couple of other countries Canada was got really really strict um, but you were still able to take your dog to places and many businesses were still open Home Depot never closed so next Kim says I'm a D'Amico I know Right, right. <laughs> my mom I'm Jewish but you don't hear me saying too many Jewish Jewish jokes but whatever Tracy my doberman was spayed at the requested age of the vet which I'm assuming is probably like six months old right. and started having incontinence come to find out doberman should not be spayed until two so now on medication so probably proin so um I like my next dog will not be spayed or neutered it's probably going to be a male, so it probably will be not neutered. Um, I'm a huge advocate of choice. There are multiple studies out there. Many of them are conflicting. There are multiple vets out there. But for to spay and neuter a dog under a year old, I think is um, very, very uh, dangerous to do because of just the growing of the dog the chemicals going around in the dog. And I don't know enough about it smart wise, scientifically to give you an explanation, but I think it's terrible how young that they're doing this procedure on. Next. Jackie, my neutered male pees over my female dog's pee. Should I correct this dominant behavior? He learned to mark after living with another male dog for some time who is an excessive marker. My dog used to just pee and that was it. When free on walks, he marks several times when in heel, he is not allowed to sniff a mark. That's an interesting behavior change, and I'm curious if it's inappropriate or okay. I would need to know more of the big picture. So do you have, are they fighting with each other? Do they fight with other dogs? Um, are they pushy and snotty? Um, I don't mind a dog marking, but I need to know more context about other behaviors that are involved next. Lisa, can a seeing eye dog be retrained after the owner followed none of the instructions once home with him? Barks crazy, growls, and tried to bite several times. Can't use remote, can't see. Well, the dog's not blind. The owner is blind, correct? Right, so they can't it, use the remote. They can still use a remote. But they don't know what level. They can get one that is um, that doesn't dial up, but it does like a sport dog or a gar or something like that that clicks. And they can mm. and they can figure it out. Um, also, for but if you've got a true seeing eye dog, how could you not upkeep with it just by living your life with it? But forget that point. If it's biting people, that must have that owner must be doing everything wrong. Also, it's possible that they used the wrong dog. Somebody picked the wrong dog because there's dogs out there that are specifically bred for seeing dog programs. I, this is not my level of expertise that aren't just going to bite unless you totally fuck the dog up, but can it be retrained or rehabbed? Yes, it can. Would I ever trust that to be a service dog again? That I do not know. That would be on a case by case basis. Next. Next. Jobin, this would be after training and yes, they're using more of the heart instead of the head. So then you have to have a conversation with them. We definitely get owners that learn to step up. We definitely get owners to learn to step up. 
a little helpful hint, have the same sex trainer speak with the owner. If it's a female owner, have a female trainer talk to them. Now, I happen to do really, really well speaking with most of my audience is female. I do really well with, with, with these conversations, but a lot of male trainers do not. But we also attract an audience who is receptive to my conversations. Next. Uh, Jobin said, great example. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Sam, I think the cookie example was a great example. Oh, well, there you go. See, stop second guessing yourself. Thanks. Maybe that wasn't the best example. I'm just trying to think. It's like, I don't know. Kim said, looking forward to Monday's e-caller live. Yeah. Grazi Millie. We have a special camera coming in just for that. Um, Heather says, you know, we had to order a whole new camera. We tested ours today, the one we're on, but it only works for short range. So it was so blurry. I was like, Jeff, we cannot use the camera. <laughs> good thing we did a test run today. Damn. Heather, that's an interesting, good analogy, actually. I am a firm but loving mom. I didn't give in to my kids once. I said no to them, and they knew that because I was consistent. I need to look through that lens more often with my dogs. So I would give an example, I think, this morning about Angelo is that um, the amount of chores that he has to do, and I can double them at any time if I wanted to. Um, and I don't get pushback from him, and he doesn't live in fear of me. Literally, if I said to him, Angelo, can you make me an iced coffee? Sure, Papa. Angelo, can you make me a sandwich? Sure, Papa. Angelo, I need you to take out the trash cans and the recycles? Sure, Papa. Angelo, go swim the dogs? Sure, Papa. Like, literally, whatever you ask him to do, he will do. Why? Because the way that, that he's been raised has been raised where words actually have meaning. And I'm always fair to him. I'm always fair. So I think it's important that, that owner, I mean, owners, parents stop caving to their children. And it's not your job for your child to like you. Next. Sawblade said, how long is the sale on the consults going on? Forever. As long as you're a Patreon yeah, member, forever. Just use your discount. Use your Patreon discount. Jackie. It's, it's, by the way, the Patreon discount cha changed in January. There's a new code. There's a new code. Go at the very, very top of all the posts and get, and get it. Next. Jackie, no fighting with each other. He sometimes tries to claim toys from my female, and I tell him no, and he backs off. My male doesn't like other dogs. Nips dogs who get in his space. Off-leash dogs are a problem. And he's the one that marks? Mm -hmm. Marking would be one of the 100 things that we would probably want to stop from that dog. Next. Miguel, Jeff, have you ever ran across a pure, mean, vicious dog that scared you? Yes and no. Yes, I've come across a few dogs that should not be walking the face of the earth, but they didn't scare me. I've been mauled before. I've been shredded before, hospitalized. I've had dogs that just kept biting and biting and biting and they were tearing off skin and I saw fatty tissue. Oh. And it, I mean, it's been bad, but I wasn't scared because I went into survival mode. I was, so I wasn't scared, but yes, I definitely was in massive pain, but I, I absolutely have met dogs that should not be walking the face of the earth at all. Next. 
Michelle, is it possible to stop crotch sniffing on people with a correction, or is that normal behavior for a dog that you should not correct? Well, that's a good way you how you worded that. Number one, you can stop that in about three seconds. Number two, it's also someone could say it's normal, but so is barking out the front window. So is so is jumping on people, correct? Hold on, Angelo, are you throwing stuff out as well, or are you just moving all the shit from one room to yeah, another? Yes. Oh, okay. Thank you. It's where's it going outside to the outside trash? Yeah. Oh, there. Okay, good. Thank you. Angelo is moving stuff into his new room tonight. He's moving out. He's moving out. He's got his own wing of the house. He does. We, we actually... It's like separate. We built a separate wing to the house. He actually has it. Yeah. He's got motion, de out. He's got motion detection lights. Peace out, kid. Yep. He's got motion detection lights. He's got everything. He's got fancy. Heather says, my vet told me they've learned that neutering a male too young stops the hormones that would normally tell their bodies to stop growing. Without them, they grow longer, causing more joint and hip issues. She recommended at least 11 months or older. I would even, I would up that by about a year. Yeah. But that's good. At least your dog is doing, I'm sorry, at least your vet is doing some research on that and didn't try to convince you at six months old. I'm like, oh, I'll do it at two. And then two came and I'm like, hmm, he's yeah. fine. Like even Coco here, she's in heat. He doesn't even like care. No. Nope. He's a good boy. Yep. Lokahi, hi J and J. Hope everything's been going well. I just got back from Switzerland and it was baffling seeing how many dogs needed training, but they aren't allowed to use tools and only positive training. Yep. I'd live in Switzerland if they let me train the way I do here in the US. LOL. Yep. Hey, Lokahi. Yeah, hey Lokahi. Yep. It's funny because all the animal quote unquote rights activists are all proud of themselves for getting the tools banned. Meanwhile, owners struggle. Why? Because activists don't actually care about the animals. They say they do, but they don't. They like, they like, they like having an Instagram. They like having an in this is not every activist, by the way, out there at all. Okay. They like having an Instagram bio with the word activist underneath it. Like that's their identity. That's their identity. Hi, my name is Jeff. I'm an activist. It's like, okay, here's 12 steps on how not to be one. Next. Um, Jackie said, thanks for the marking tip. Wasn't sure. Heather says, Angelo knows you love him, but you mean what you say and you say what you mean. That's a healthy parent to child relationship. We see that. Yeah. Thank you. Tove, my eight month old GSC has not stopped biting me. He doesn't respond to no. I cannot be in the backyard with him. He basically attacks me. I'm an older woman and I have tried everything. He's in dog training class now. I walk him one hour a day. I feel like he thinks I'm a dog he can play with. Any mm -hmm. suggestions? Okay. You've tried everything that you know about. Is he on a shock collar, an electronic collar? Has he been trained? The concept of no. See, no to your dog means bite mama more. No is just, a, it's just two letters. That's all no is. It's two letters. Right? So if no has no meaning to it, like why would the dog stop? You can say no as much as you want. You can point your finger and shake your finger. But if I had a dog that was biting me, 
we would stop it in about three seconds by inflicting large amounts of discomfort to the dog. Have you done that? Have you done that? Also, what's the rest of the day look like? How structured is the whole rest of your day? Is your dog fully off-leash trained? Not that an off-leash trained dog can't bite, but I'm just saying though, in walking him for an hour a day, more exercise will not stop biting. Anybody that says that tells you that is a blatant liar. And it's also unethical to tell an owner that. The only way you can stop biting is by literally teaching a dog that biting really sucks. That's how you teach a dog not to bite. If you bite me, large amounts of discomfort will come down upon you. But dog trainers don't talk like that. They won't be as blatant and upfront about that. But that's how it stops. It's funny how people struggle with that concept and someone would say that's mean. And I'm like, the dog at eight months old is biting you? Wait until it's a year old. You're going to end up in the hospital. So now is a perfect time to stop it. I mean, any time is a perfect time. to. I mean, we stop puppies at eight weeks old from puppy biting, 10 weeks old from puppy biting. We stop grown dogs from biting. But aggression rehab, your dog probably, though, does think you're a, 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 another dog and another toy. So let your educate your dog know that you're a human with power. And with that power comes great responsibility. But with that, but, but with that power, you have the power to make biting you suck more than it is for the pleasure of the dog biting you. Why does the dog bite you? Probably because it's having fun. It probably does. It probably thinks it's a game. Let that dog know that's the worst, stupidest game in the world. I can walk you through it step by step. So if you're going to a trainer and they are not talking about the words punishment, correction, and if they are talking about the word positive reinforcement and redirection, the positive reinforcement redirection for a biting dog, no. They don't have to be as upfront as me by saying make make biting suck, but that's how it, that's what it boils down to. You make biting suck. What would you do if a is that a female that answered that asked that? Tove, I'm not sure. Tove, okay. What would you do if somebody put their hands on? Say you are a female. What would you do if somebody put their your hands their hands on you inappropriately? Would you say no? But if they kept doing it, what would you do? Right. Knee to the nuts, head to the bar, watch them fall on the ground. Guess what? Problem solved. That's not what you should do to your dog, but the concept is still there. Next. 701, last one. Last one. Jackie, my adolescent dog is easily scared by fireworks, lightning, and taser gun, personal protection. I did audio on the TV, but nothing like the real thing. She panicked and ran off when I tried to counter condition it. I put a leash on her to cut off. And the options, she peed herself, shut down, extreme fear, not taking food. Nope. I want to ensure if I ever need to use the taser, my dogs don't go running off in fear. My adult dog is a little afraid too, but my young dog is in full flight mode. So that's a that could be a short or a lengthy process, and that would be a one-on-one because I would need a lot more details. We need a lot more details. As far as Tove, we have to get going now at 7.01. Um, I'm actually going out to pick up a new clothing bureau for Angelo that I found on Facebook marketplace for his bedroom and a nightstand. Um, Tove, um, you do um, a one-on-one counsel with me when you have a dog that's doing that. Okay. All right.
madly in love with all of you guys. Take care. Angela, you got something to say? Uh, can I plug my podcast? Sure, go ahead. Sweet. Uh, mind if I just... Okay, so my podcast, Fun Facts with Angela, though, is going to be tomorrow night, Thursday, okay, at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be on Norse Mythology. You all set? Yep. Thank you, buddy. How's your room going? Good. I'm almost done. Cool. Proud of you. I'm almost done moving the stuff. Good job. Keep it up, buddy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bye-bye. Everyone have a fantastic night. Bye. Madly in love with all of you.